the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. oh, Lord, I feel terrible. I, I can't believe this happened. And I don't know if I'm supposed to read anything into this. I don't believe in the karma or the jinxing or... I. I don't get into any of that stuff. But uh, we, as part of the uh, the Christmas tradition here at the Stearns Media Group headquarters, our palatial facilities here in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, we decorate for Christmas uh, because we believe that Jesus is the reason for the season, and uh, we like to have everything decorated. We like for it to look festive. Unlike uh, National Public Welfare Radio, where uh, God knows what those people are uh, are celebrating. But you're not going to find any Christmas trees over there. Uh, but we have the big Christmas tree, and we have a nativity scene with the camels that always fall over. I don't know what the problem is there, Grace Baker. Uh, and then we've got uh, the candy canes, and anybody who comes in gets a delicious Ghirardelli uh, chocolate square, peppermint flavored. It's very delicious. Not going to lie, I've already eaten like half a bag of I those. know you have. <laughs> Oh, you've seen me. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm like, what happened to all the chocolate? Ah, I don't understand. So anyway, uh, a part of the decorations, Grace Baker, we have uh, the poinsettias, the beautiful uh, poinsettias. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the local companies uh, provided those for us, and they're beautiful. We should give them a, a shout-out, Palladio uh, Home and Garden. And we have like 20 or 30 poinsettias. They're very festive. Very festive. Like ex- in a garden. Except in one place, my office. Oh. So I walk in there. This morning, and the poor poinsettia is dead. It's like dead. Like the leaves fell off. They're they're turning brown. They're no longer the luscious red. And I don't understand. It's the only poinsettia in the entire building that uh, has bit the dust. Todd, you killed the plant. I killed the plant. You had one job. One job. I, you you see, plant. this is why I don't have pets. Yeah, I would advise against it. I can't. Pets and ferns, I I just can't do it. Maybe a fish. So anyway, I don't know. Anyway, welcome to the program. I don't know I don't know if that's an omen of things to come, but uh, I need a new point set up. Hey, good to have you with us today, folks. Wow, do we have a big day ahead of us. A big election underway right now in the state of Georgia. Uh, we would like to hear from you folks uh, that have been out. Uh, if you've been to a polling place already, uh, give us an idea of uh, the crowds and uh, how things are going. Look, the the polling data, it's neck and neck. I don't buy into any of the polling data anymore. After what happened in the midterm elections, we try to tell you folks, don't buy into the polls. 
but they're telling us it's neck and neck and we will uh we'll keep you updated on uh, the voting there in Georgia and uh, some we've got some new intel on Raphael Warnock I, again I just don't understand why in the world the people in Georgia are going to vote for a guy who is pro abortion he's a communist he tried to evict a Vietnam war veteran from uh, from the, the apartment building that the church owns, and he ran over his ex-wife. Rafi, Rafi, what are you doing, Rafi? Don't you do that, Rafi. Don't you do that, Rafi. Oh, my word, Rafi. No, no, not my leg. Ah! That was terrible. Allegedly. So, I, again, I don't get it. Why would you do that? That makes no sense to me. But the guy got the votes. He's got the votes. Uh, the folks down in Georgia. Devil went down to Georgia, and now he's pastoring at the Ebenezer Baptist Church. Who would have thought? All right, we've got a story I want to share with you. We Again, we need to do this now because we have uh, Rand Paul coming up, Marsha Blackburn. We have a treasure trove of great guests coming your way. But this story, I, it was in the stack of stuff from yesterday, and we've got the piece up on our website, and this is just bizarre. May I just ask a question? Why is it that so many people want to take Christ out of Christmas, right? Don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. I love Santa Claus. I love Rudolph and uh, Frosty the uh, Frosty the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No, that's Rudolph. Frosty the Snowman and Burl Ives. The Charlie Brown Christmas. It's I love it all. The movies, everything. Yeah, even Elf. I like Elf. But I I love Christmas. It really is the most wonderful time of year. But really, over the past couple of decades now, we have seen this effort by the left just to, to literally suck Christ right out of Christmas. But now they want to make this some sort of an LGBT celebration. They already have the entire month of June. Why do they need Christmas? I don't understand this. So there's a big fight brewing in the small town of Taylor, Texas. It's near Austin. This is not a very large city, but they have a um, an active LGBT community. So every year at Christmas time, the Texas or the Taylor, Texas ministerial association which is all the preachers in town they get together and they work with the the city council and they host a a christmas parade we just had a lovely christmas parade over the weekend in collierville tennessee pardon me and so you um you have this big parade, and it's a you know the kind of it's a small town parade. You got the marching bands and the little baton twirlers. You got the Boy Scout troops. Um, you got the you know all the fire trucks are out there. They got the lights flashing and they're throwing candy canes at the kids, and everybody's having a good time. And then Santa Claus shows up at the end. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas, and everybody goes home. Well, last year there was a problem in the Ministerial Association's Christmas Parade. It turns out you had a bunch of drag queens mounting one of the parade floats, and uh, they were in all of their um, glory singing Christmas carols. Joy to the world. But there was no joy in the Ministerial Association, ladies and gentlemen. As a matter of fact, they were very offended by the presence of those drag queens. 
the local priest i love and i love how it's the priest that raises the concern to all the baptists in this story i i just think this is great so the local priest over at saint mary's in taylor texas complained to pastor jeff ripple who is um the evangelical pastor on the minister's alliance and they decided they were going to implement some new rules so this year's parade they had a rule that every float must not conflict with traditional and biblical family values. And they determined that a bunch of very large drag queens in stiletto heels and skin-tight dresses frolicking about with mistletoe was not appropriate for the annual Christmas parade. And you would have thought that would have been that, right? Well, when the city got wind of this, they got really upset. And they said, wait a second, you can't ban drag queens from the Christmas parade. And they had all these meetings, and they finally decided that the city council could no longer in good faith sponsor the Christmas parade. The Chamber of Commerce pulled out. How dare the Christians demand that all of these parade floats meet traditional and biblical family values? And then the school district got involved, and they said, we will not allow the children of Taylor, Texas, to march in a parade without the drag queens. We're not going to let them do that. Unless you allow the drag queens to frolic about with the children in the dark of night on a parade float moving down Main Street, we're not going to let them participate. Now, at this point in the story, you would think, that the pastors would capitulate. But instead, the city council decided to bring both sides together. And the city council suggested to the pastors, can't we just put all of your beliefs aside and unify the town together because they say that is the meaning of Christmas, unity. Well, that is not the meaning of Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. I'll get to that in just a moment. Anyway, people were very upset at the pastors, very sad that you would bring shame on the Christian community in this way. I've seen their float, and there is nothing raunchy about it. My kids loved it. It was fabulous. Lauren Williams Gassaway wrote on the minister's Facebook page, you don't get to decide who celebrates Christmas. You're creating an environment of hate and fear, and that is what leads men to commit mass murders. Oh, I see. So so banning drag queens from a Christmas parade in Taylor, Texas, is going to lead to mass murders. By the way, they're referring to the Colorado shooting, which, may I remind you, was committed allegedly by a non-binary person who goes by the pronouns, I don't give a rip. No, that's me. I don't care what their pronouns are. A pastor organizing the parade, Reverend Shane Allen, responded that he was glad to see a group of Christians actually standing up for what the Bible says instead of bowing down to the culture. But critics piled on. The mainstream media piled on. The Washington Post sent a reporter down to Taylor, Texas, to document all of this. City Council Member Robert Garcia, who they point out is a Catholic Army veteran, was very upset at the Christians. Mr. Garcia, the councilman, said Christmas is a time for all of us to put our differences aside and come closer together as a country and a community. No, sir, that is Independence Day. This is Christmas, a holiday celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Just want to throw that out there. So it goes on. 
So the city pulled out of the parade. The school district would not allow children to march in a Christian Christmas parade. So the city council decided the best thing they could do is create a second parade. So they literally had the two parades back-to-back on the same day with about 30 minutes in between each parade. The city council said their parade was going to be inclusive and tolerant, unlike the parade hosted by the pastors. As a matter of fact, they even renamed the parade. It was once known as the Christmas Parade of Lights, now known as the Very Merry Holiday Parade. Really, which holiday? And by the way, just want to throw this out there. I'm just curious, uh, when, whenever they celebrate Ramadan uh, down there in Taylor, Texas, and they have a big parade down Main Street, are they going to let the drag queens march in the Muslim parade? Going to be a big stink raised about that, ladies and gentlemen? I think not. So anyway, the poor preachers are now being are being portrayed as anti-Christian big or anti or they're homophobes. They they're anti-gay. That's what they're that's what they're accusing the uh, the the pastors of being simply because they stood their ground. By the way, the local LGBT association said two parades was not good enough. As a matter of fact, they said, "Hey, look." The Christian should not be allowed to march at all because they have violated the rules. They said if they don't let drag queens in, it's all about discrimination. That's what it's about, discrimination. Therefore, the Christian should be banned completely from marching. Well, the city council did not do that. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't think this battle is happening in small towns, think again, because it is. But what I find very interesting here is that more people actually participated in the Christian parade as opposed to the inclusive parade. So what is the lesson here? What is the message here? Well, the message is, and we talked about this yesterday on the program, when people of of faith, when people of goodwill stand together, you can facilitate change. You can stand your ground. And the the pastors there in Taylor, Texas, they stood their ground. I think it's hilarious that they had to send three reporters from the Washington Post to cover this story to Taylor, Texas. And you know why? Because they want to portray the, the Christians as the bad guys. You see, they want you to reject your beliefs. They want you to deny the real reason for the season. We're not going to do that on this radio show. We're very We're very loud and proud about that. And if the gays um, and the school district want to have their parade, that's great. Have at it. But you can't ban Christians from celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And that's what these parades are all about. But it's coming to your neighborhood. And that's the point of this. It, It happened in Taylor, Texas. We told you yesterday about what happened in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, a tiny town. But you know what happened in Eureka Springs, People of faith, people of goodwill, they stood their ground and they won the day. Thanks in large part to the great listeners of this radio program. So anyway, all that to say, it's it's going to be a war on Christmas, and we're gonna we're gonna be here to document it. We're gonna stand alongside these good people as they fight for not just our traditions, but they fight for what is right. But Todd, but Todd, what? What happens if they get offended? What happens if what happens if they get triggered? 
Well, um, based on my reading of the good book, if you are, in fact, a follower of Christ, you're going to jingle somebody's bells. I'm just saying. All right, got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. All that to say, good story. Two good news stories. People are standing up and they're fighting back. They're not blocking bridges. They're not burning down city blocks. They're not beating up cops. They're doing it the right way. Good on you. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis, and they don't have a clue how to fix it, folks. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you're vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA, you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Happy to have you with us today, 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. So yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the lesbian legal black immigrant who is the White House press secretary and was selected for the very reasons I just shared with you, uh, weighed in on the Hunter Biden laptop story and of course, the mainstream media is completely ignoring this. And I will say this. I think that Elon Musk and the team over at Twitter has really done sort of a bad job of of laying out all of the, the information. We're still waiting. And it's a drip, drip, drip of information. But she was asked about the Hunter, laptop, Hunter Biden laptop story and says, oh, this is just old news. Uh, decisions were made to, to censor reporting leading up to the election. My question was, is it the White House view that these decisions were made appropriately in light of what has come out? Which decisions? By whom? By Twitter. By Twitter on, okay. So, look, we see this as a, a an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform. Now, first of all, that is simply not true. That is a lie. As a matter of fact, it's infinitesimal, the number of of uh, hate tweets that are out there. I mean, when you look at the vast volume, uh, meanwhile, uh, Elon Musk and his team have been removing tens of thousands of pornographers from Twitter. And I can tell you this, they got a long way to go there. 
But back to Hunter Biden for just a moment. Here you have a story that the mainstream media actually said was not a story. Joe Biden, the president of the United States, openly lied over and over and over again to the media. You know what? You can't be and you can't be impeached and you cannot be indicted for lying to the media. If he if if that was true, Biden would be impeached at least three or four times by now. So my question to you, is the Twitter story irrelevant? Does it have legs? Does it matter to you? 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Folks, the last time we had an inflation crisis like this, 67% of Americans had access to retirement benefits or a pension. Now that number is only 23%. And even if you're one of the lucky 23%, it's still been the worst half in 50 years for our stock investments. Now the biggest firms in the world are snapping up alternative investments outside of the usual stocks and bonds. Alternatives like the multi-million dollar art on offer at Masterworks. So they buy paintings from legends like Picasso and break them into shares so you can invest for a fraction of the cost. Then when a painting sells again, you get your potential return on investment. Masterworks delivers. I wouldn't be talking about them otherwise. In fact, their last three sales delivered 17, 21, and 33% net. With the economy in shambles, demand is surging. But you can get priority access at masterworks.art slash starns. That's masterworks.art slash starns. See important regulation aid disclosures at masterworks.com slash cd. All right, welcome back, everybody. So happy to have you with us today. I am Todd Starnes, your host, noon to 3 Eastern. Big story developing out of RNC headquarters where uh, there is going to be a fight for leadership. Ronna McDaniel uh, plans on running again to be head of the RNC. That's the Republican National Committee. However, she already has some competitors, among them Harmeet Dillon, who's been a guest on this program. She's an RNC committee member. Uh, She's also an attorney who has been fighting uh, for Carrie Lake down in Arizona. Dillon was on with uh, Tucker Carlson last night and actually suggested that all you Republicans out there are tired of losing. Are you tired of losing Republicans? She says, I think that what we really need to radically reshape our leadership in order to win is new leadership. We can't keep running elections like we did in the 90s and the 2000s. We really have to modernize to compete with the Democrat dollar for dollar in the ways they fundraise and the way they deliver ballots to the ballot boxes. She says the Republican message needs to be fresh and positive and not just reactive to news cycles and what the Democrats are doing. My fellow CEO Mike Lindell says he's going to be running for the the chairmanship. Is he is Mike even a Republican? I don't know. I mean he he may be maybe that may not be a requirement these days to be RNC chair. There is also a report that Lee Zeldin, the congressman from New York, uh, may be uh, considering a challenge. And also Andy Biggs, our good friend, the congressman from Arizona. 
So my question for all of you folks who are invested in the Republican Party, are you tired of losing, and what do you think it's going to take for the Republicans to win? What is it they need to do? Is it a leadership change? Do we all need to get everybody in a big room and go through, I don't know, therapy together? Do we need to stage an intervention with Republican leadership? 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844 844- Seven four seven, eighty eight sixty eight. I mean, that's a big problem right now down in the state of Georgia, where you have Republicans fighting Republicans. As a matter of fact, if Herschel Walker loses tonight, I'm blaming the Republicans. You got the lieutenant governor out there, a Republican who is refusing to even support the nominee of his own party, said he didn't even vote for the guy. Meanwhile, you have John Kennedy and just about every other Republican known to mankind uh, out there on the campaign trail. John Kennedy campaigning for Walker, cut number seven. Dear Lord, save us from the IQ stupid people. They may be smart, but they don't have any sense. Now, you know who they are. They're all over Washington, D.C. They walk around with Ziploc bags of kale that they can eat to give them energy. I don't eat kale. You know why? Because kale tastes to me like I'd rather be fat. Mr. Walker understands that Republicans may not be perfect, but the other side is crazy, folks. Um, okay. All right. So, uh, just go ahead and scratch off the, the kale vote. I'm not too sure many people in Georgia eat kale, but okay. What was that all about? I just don't understand. Is that the message that, that you're delivering out on the campaign trail that is really going to attract younger voters to the party? I mean, the fact of the matter is, I, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that he's upset about kale. I don't eat kale. The only reason I order lettuce on a sandwich is to say that I've had a vegetable. It does qualify. It's green. So I don't, maybe that does appeal to people out there on the camp. But if that's the final message going into the home stretch, what is he, what was the point of that? Is he, is he saying that Herschel Walker is going to be campaigning against kale? Is he going to outlaw kale, introduce legislation, banning kumquats? I don't understand. But this is the mess. That's all I'm saying is there's no there's no unified message in Georgia right now. And I hope Herschel Walker pulls it out. I really do for the sake of the country. But you see, far too many Republicans are out there, and I'm talking about the establishment type, and they don't want to have these conversations. It's their way or the highway. If their candidates don't win, if their candidates don't get nominated, then they're content with the opponent losing. That's that's just that's in their DNA. And we've seen that over and over and over again. That's why they put forward people like John McCain and Mitt Romney as presidential nominees. They were all losers. No, I'm not no, I'm not mocking I I'm not mocking John McCain's military service. Not at all. I'm just talking about he's a lousy politician. As clearly evidenced by the near landslide loss he suffered at the hands of one Barack Hussein Obama. 
So anyway, I want to get back to uh, Raphael Warnock, uh, the guy who tried to run over his poor wife. I mean, thank goodness, thank goodness that he was not successful and she survived. I think it just, uh, he ran ran over her foot. But anyway, Warnock was asked about this on the campaign trail, cut number eight. Did you vote to give stimulus checks to convicted criminals and illegal immigrants? Did you ever run over your ex-wife's foot? Listen, everybody who uh, is paying attention uh, knows that uh, uh, this issue of the second question you asked, that's been vetted time and time again. It's been vetted time and time again. So now. And the people of Georgia sent me to the Senate because they know that I have never, as I've said, been violent towards anybody for any reason. And in terms of the stimulus distribution of checks. Yeah. Those checks were distributed the same way under Democratic and Republican presidents and administrations. So they're playing games. <laughs> so the answer to all of those questions is yes. Yes, I am a deadbeat. Yes, I am a wife beater. The guy is I I just don't get it. The wife tried to tell everybody how bad this guy was. Uh, but he fools everybody. You know why? He's a smooth talker, that one. And they say he's a preacher. So, Rob, as a matter of fact, we've got, we've got, we've got some audio from the ex-wife. Cut number nine. Running for the United States Senate, and all he cares about right now is his reputation. I work at the mayor's office, and this is a big problem. I've been trying to be very quiet about the way that he is for the sake of my kids and his reputation. I've tried to keep the way that he acts under wraps for a long time, and today he crossed the line. So that is what is going on here, and he's a great actor. He is phenomenal at putting on a really good show. All right, that was the actual 911 body cam footage from a police officer when he ran over the ex-wife's foot. You could tell she was in pain. I mean, it's just terrible. But look, the Democrats, for some reason, the Democrats, whenever a wife is run over by a car or a girlfriend is killed by a car that ends up in, say, I don't know, Chappaquiddick, they give them a pass. So it's, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, uh, the Democrats are given a pass uh, whenever they do bodily harm to women. That's just, that's somewhere in the party platform. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Let's go to Billy, North Carolina, the talk station. Hey, Billy, what's going on? I'm mad at you. All right. Well, why are you mad at me? Okay, because we listen to you every day, and we're quite fond of your show. But when you start talking about Republicans uh, that go out there and did, uh, say ugly things about other Republicans, you have joined their forces today. You are trashing John Kennedy, and you are trashing Herschel Walker. How am I trashing I- John Kennedy or Herschel Walker? All right, John Kennedy was talking about kale. Yes. Uh, talking about the people in Washington yes. uh, eating kale. That's true. Um, well, I just went to my garden and picked some, so I'm okay with kale. Uh, well, do, well you're okay, okay with, with kale. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're okay with kale, but I, is that a big campaign issue, kale? Absolutely not. But his point, Todd, was that people in Washington think they're so smart, but they're not. Herschel Walker has a whole lot more 
to offer, to bring to the table, because he is a businessman, not a politician. And I think that was the point that John Kennedy was trying to make. But why I'm angry with you is that um, you are joining the circle of wagons to shoot at each other. Once the public has put Herschel Walker in the position he's in today, we all need to rally behind him and support him. Billy, what do you think we've been doing from day one on this radio program? We have been out there. We've been toting his water, and we've been out there defending all of the crazy stuff coming out of that man's mouth. We've been defending him on this radio program. And I really do hope that he's able to pull it off and, and get a victory. But, Billy, if, if you have listened to my show for any amount of time, you know that my, ma- every day. my main problem with Herschel Walker was when he refused to, camp- refused to debate his fellow Republicans in the primary. I raised that as a concern. But after he got the nomination, we got on board because anybody, anybody from Georgia is better than Raphael Warnock in the U.S. Senate. And Herschel Walker, he's been our guy. So I'm not criticizing Herschel Walker. I am criticizing the Republican Party that is not unified behind Herschel Walker, which we talked about yesterday on the show with the lieutenant governor of Georgia. We are are listeners to you from 12 o'clock on, right till 3 o'clock hour. We are your fans of the day. But I just think it's critical across this nation that we stop bickering. Could we not learn one thing and one thing only from the Democrat Party? Stick together. Once the people have chosen a candidate, then support it. That's And that's what we've been yelling about on this radio program. And, Billy, yesterday when the lieutenant governor, who is a Republican, came out and said that he refused to vote for Herschel Walker, we've got to call that out because the Republicans have to be unified. And if they're not – and when you have Carrie Lake out there, and Carrie Lake is is fighting for her political life right now, and it's because the Republican Party was divided in Arizona. Not to mention the voter fraud. And I'll tell you what makes me angry, too, that they put Herschel Walker in the same category as Fetterman, and there's no comparison whatsoever. Fetterman is a sick man. He doesn't belong in Congress. No, he's brain damaged. Yeah, yeah, he's had brain damage because of a stroke, and I'm sorry for that, but he should not represent this country. And I'll tell you, I'm North Carolina. I got two imbeciles representing me who claim to be Republicans and are not. But they, um, I'm off point and I'm sorry. No, 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 you're not. No, don't apologize, Billy. But you see, you just called out, you you called out the Republicans that are morons. And unfortunately, we got some morons uh, in our party. And Billy, so Billy, we've got to stand together and we got to stay on message here. And the message the message, the winning message in, in Georgia, and I understand what you're saying here, but the winning message is not about kale. And we gotta, we've got to get on message here. We've got to get to the issues that are impacting the voters in the state of Georgia. Billy, you keep listening, and I want you to give me a call back. you got to keep me honest. I want to play this audio. This is Lieutenant Governor of Georgia. Earlier today, CBS News congressional correspondent Nicole Killian discussed the runoff election with the lieutenant governor of Georgia. The Republican explained why he decided not to vote for fellow party member Herschel Walker. 
I'm a conservative. Uh, I'm a conservative because I think it's the best way to govern. Uh, I've been a Republican a lot longer than a lot of folks. I think I've got kids probably that could articulate the conservative platform better than some of the candidates that Donald Trump and, and his uh, his group uh, supported all across the country. You know, this wasn't the right brand for, for Republicanism. And I think uh, Herschel Walker will probably go down as one of the worst Republican candidates in, in our party's history. And folks, that kind of attitude and that kind of behavior is going to lose Republicans' elections. We just have to pray to the Lord that it's not today. Got to take a break. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free number, 844-747-8868. We'll be right back. MyPillow is excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock just in time for the holidays. Last Christmas, you made our slippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, and even wider sizes in all new colors. What makes My Slippers different is the exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet from all the running around this holiday. You can wear them anytime, anywhere, and save $90 off with promo code STARNS. That's only $49.98 a pair. You'll absolutely love my slippers, and now they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gift ever. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STARNS, or call 1-800-839-8506, promo code STARNS, to save $90 on the original my slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. All right, people, coming up a little bit later on in the show, Carrie Lake is going to be here. Also, Senator Marsha Blackburn and Senator Rand Paul. Um, also, our good buddy Jeff Katz is going to drop by. Looking forward to a great conversation there. In the meantime, let's go to the phone lines, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Dana on uh, the line from New Hampshire. What's on your mind? Hi, Todd. Thanks for taking my call. I was just listening to you speak with uh, Billy, the previous caller, and I, it made me think of a point. Like, what good is it voting for Republicans who, after you vote for them, basically vote like Democrats? I don't know if you know anything about the governor here in New Hampshire. His name's Chris Nunu, and I did not vote for him in the in the recent election we had up here because he's basically a Democrat who's only good on guns and taxes, and that's about it. You know, Dana, I think you have to find out the issues that somebody is good on. I, I am familiar with Sununu, and, and you're right. He is, an, a, you know, a dyed-in-the-wool establishment Republican. Uh, but it's a legitimate question you raise and one that we all have to consider, especially when the only thing we have left for with the Republicans is fiscal responsibility. And they're spending money. Whenever they get power, they spend money worse than the Democrats do. So it's it's a legitimate question and one that we have to address directly with our Republican candidates. We need better candidates and we need candidates that are going to that are going to actually do what they promise they're going to do on the campaign trail. Yeah, the issues that are I'm a I'm a parent, so the issues that are important to me are like the social stuff that's going on in our schools and I don't want to be a one-issue voter, but if, if there's a Republican candidate that's pretty much going along with the Democrats on that, I can't 
you know, in good conscience, vote for those candidates, even even though they're Republicans. You know, no, Dana, I get it. I'm the same way with uh, with the pro-life issue. And, and for me, that's a deal breaker if you can't be pro-life. And I, I think all of us have an issue that is the deal breaker. And, and so I, I certainly respect that. And again, we're living in a really precarious time right now where we need people that are going to be willing to stand up and fight for the Constitution. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for taking my call. All right, Dana, good to have you with us and uh, give us a call back. Good luck to you out there in New Hampshire. Uh, folks, it's it's tough. I mean, it really is tough. And really, the Republicans have no one to blame but themselves here. They they really don't. So we need to get together. We need to figure out, okay, what is the winning formula? And that's going to come from whoever the next head of the RNC is, whether it's Harmeet Dillon or Lee Zeldin. If, if it's Ronna McDaniel, we're going to get the same story second first. It may be it may be Andy Biggs, but we need somebody who's going to be able to motivate us and lead us with an inspiring message. That's what Ronald Reagan had. Ronald Reagan was not a doom and gloom president. Ronald Reagan went out there every single day. He said, yeah, times are bad, but there is hope on the horizon. He talked about that shining city on a hill. It is something that, that we really have to strive to do every single day when we get up. We've got to strive to be that shining city on a hill. We're not going to do that if we keep electing these socialists and communists to Congress. I'm just telling you. All right, folks, got to take a quick break here. 844-747-8868. That's our number. We'll be right back. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us, that's right, I love this American Starts. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Big Show. Good to have you with us border to border, coast to coast, across the fruited plain. I want to go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We are honored to have with us our good friend Carrie Lake from Arizona fighting the good fight out there. Carrie, hope you're doing well today. Oh, I am. Every day that I'm uh, alive and kicking is a good day, and we are. Um, in, we're in a fight out here in Arizona, but um, they picked the wrong person to mess with, Todd. <laughs> no, I think that's becoming very clear, uh, not just to the good people in Arizona, but to the rest of the nation as well. Uh, how is how is the fight going, and where are we right now in the battle? 
It's a little confusing because people, you know, we, we heard a lot of people saying you can't certify this election. And really, they shouldn't have. It was a botched election. We have a county. It's a mega county called Maricopa County where Phoenix and the metro area is. 62% of our state lives in Maricopa County. So as Maricopa County goes, so does the rest of the state. And it, uh, the elections here were run once again in a third world I mean, it's like unbelievable what they pulled on Election Day. We vote here for an entire month, but Election Day is when our supporters showed up to vote. And sure enough, at the beginning of the day when the polls opened, more than 60% of the polling locations had serious equipment problems. The tabulators didn't work. The ballot printers weren't printing without enough toner. They were printing on the wrong size paper. There were lines that went anywhere from one hour to five hours long all day. And it was, in effect, a way to discriminate and disenfranchise Election Day voters. The people who run Maricopa County elections are two Republicans in name only who actually ran a PAC whose top political uh, mission was to make sure that anybody who questioned elections would not be voted into office. And their number one target was me. So the two men running the elections in Maricopa County run a path where they collect money and work to make sure that I wasn't elected. The conflict of interest, the discrimination and disenfranchisement of hundreds of thousands of voters on Election Day is outrageous. I was running against a, a opponent who pulled a page out of Joe Biden's playbook, hide in the basement, don't campaign, do nothing because she knows that the people running the elections are going to tip the scales. For Carrie, her. she knew she knew she it. knew the fix was in from day one. That's why she didn't have to campaign. She knew that she was going to win. That's right. And we have a lawsuit. So, so they certified the election. Katie Hobbs certified her own corrupt election yesterday. And we have to have an election certified before you can challenge it. So people kept saying to me, why aren't you challenging this? And I was saying, well, per Arizona law, you can't challenge an election until it's been certified. That happened yesterday. We saw, as with a smile on her face, a big grin, she certified what she knows to be a uh, questionable, <laughs> I'll, I'll be nice, questionable, shoddy, shady election. And that means we can now uh, we can now begin to fight it in court. And next Monday we will be filing our lawsuit against Katie Hobbs. So and you will see how this plays out in a court of law. And I think we have an exceptional lawsuit that will prove that there is systemic illegal voting, hundreds of thousands of ballots is what we're talking about. And I believe we're going to have a great court case. Will we get a fair judge? That's left to be seen. But we are willing to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. Carrie, I think you have to, and I mean the evidence is there, and it's it's a it's a travesty what has happened. It's appalling. I mean, Katie Hobbs was in charge of this very election, and now we find out that she and her staffers or her staffers were actively censoring um, election related tweets on social media. That's right. That's right. The Secretary of State's office, under the guidance of Katie Hobbs was contacting Twitter and telling them to take down certain tweets that had that were questioning anything about the election. This is incredibly concerning. What we're seeing with this Twitter uh, story and the release of documents and information where the FBI and people like Katie Hobbs and the Secretary of State's office are trying to control what we can say and what we can do, it is downright frightening. They're taking our voice away when it comes to freedom of speech, we can't say what we want to say anymore, and they're also taking our other voice away at the ballot box. 
And with those two, com- with that combination, we are in very dangerous times. And that's why we have to stand up and fight right now. Listen, Todd, it would be a lot easier for me to just say, you know what, I'm throwing my hands up. I had a great race. I can't. The people are counting on me to step up. They know that our elections are phony. They know that they're being run like they run them in third world countries. And if we don't stand up right now, we won't have another election. People won't vote anymore. They have zero faith in these elections. And we need to restore honesty to our sacred vote. I look at, at these uh, these Twitter messages and it, it should be horrifying to the American people to know that free speech uh, has been under attack. And, and this is only the tip of the iceberg. This is Twitter. We have no idea what the people at Google and Facebook were up to. I mean, we have a pretty good idea, uh, but no smoking guns like we've uh, seen with, with Twitter. Uh, Carrie, what if, if all of this is able to be worked out, what is the first priority that you have once you step foot into the governor's mansion? Well, first priority, obviously, we're going to secure the border, but at the exact same time, special session called Hour One of my administration, and we will restore honesty to our elections. We will have the best-run elections in Arizona. Every other state will look to us and say, we got to do it the Arizona way. Right now, we're the laughingstock of the world. We vote for 27 days, maybe 28, and we count ballots for two weeks. And when we went to the court after... People were waiting in line for five hours, were unable to vote on Election Day and asked the court on Election Day, give us three more hours of voting so that our people can vote. They said no. Yet they're fine with having 27 days before Election Day to vote and two weeks after Election Day to count. We need to get back to Election Day, Todd. We need to get back to Election Day. There's so much fraud in this system, the way it's being run. And priority number one is going to be to restore that honesty in our elections so people do know that their legal vote does count. Carrie, in the meantime, uh, guess who's in, in your state today? Uh, President Biden visiting Arizona, but he's not going anywhere near that border. <laughs> Shocking. The border crisis he, he actually caused. Sleepy Joe shut his eyes and to the problems at the border. He caused the problems at the border on day one, by the way, of his administration. He caused those problems by pulling back the best border policy that I've ever seen in my time in Arizona, and I've been here nearly 30 years. President Trump had secured that border, and Joe Biden, in the first hour, pulled that back and has caused so many problems in Arizona, from a spike in crime to hundreds of thousands of people pouring across our border to a fentanyl crisis that is killing not just our young people, but even babies. We've had, a, we've had several babies die from fentanyl poisoning. This is a catastrophe and a tragedy that he caused. He really should be forced to go down there and see it with his own eyes. Carrie, uh, there's been a lot of talk about you uh, beyond Arizona, uh, whether it's uh, being involved in a possible presidential bid, uh, running for another office. Of course, there's a big fight going on right now to head and chair the RNC. Would you be open to that position? No, I'm not looking to do that. We do need some new leadership there. I think Rana, you know, she's had many years there and time for a change up. And, you know, we thank Rana for her uh, the work she's done, but I think it's time for a change there. I think Harmeet Dillon's a really great choice. She understands the grassroots. She's been a, um, an attorney for President Trump. She actually helped me on one case as well, dealing with these elections. So she understands the issue of, of election integrity. 
And I think she would be a great uh, choice. I know Mike Lindell, my good friend Mike Lindell, is talking about running as well. So I think we leave it to the people who vote for that to decide which one is the best choice. But we've got some great choices, and I think it's time for Rana to um, maybe do something else. And we, we have some new leadership for the RNC. Real quick, before we have to let you go, Carrie, and we, we appreciate your time here, uh, the Arizona uh, Republic, no friend of any conservative. Uh, they had an opinion piece, and they, I want to read the headline, Arizona election is certified as Carrie Lake plans to set fire to the state. They say you intend to burn down uh, the state of Arizona. <laughs> How do you respond to nonsense like that? I wouldn't even let my dog potty train on that paper. It's such an offensive paper, and the leftist who wrote that article is fine with our elections being run truly like we're in a banana republic. We have to restore honesty to our elections. And I want to do this for every voter out there, Democrat, Independent, and Republican alike, that they're okay with elections being run the way they are is, is horrifying. And I, I, nobody's reading that paper. The woman who wrote that article is has been, and it's just, I, I don't really uh, read the paper and, and guide my life by what they tell me to do. I guide what I do in life by what God is telling me to do and what the good people of Arizona want me to do. And I have had literally thousands of Arizonans reach out to me, horrified by what happened to them on election day, saying, please stay in this fight. If you don't stay in this fight, we will never have fair elections. Our voice was not heard, and we need someone who will stand up and speak out for us. And that's why I'm doing this for the whole state and and really for the country. We've got to open our eyes to the fact that we have not only fake news, in many cases we have fake elections being run. When they're run this way where the, where the goal is to harvest and grab as many ballots as you can, they're not even connected to real people, we got a problem. And I'm willing to stand up at this moment and do something about it. It's, it's going to be work. I'm willing to do it. And my goal is to make sure that in 2024 we have honest elections and President Trump has a fighting chance to get back in there and turn things around because Joe Biden is single-handedly and also with his uh, with the folks surrounding him trying to destroy this country. Well said. And, uh, Carrie, you let us know what we can do to help uh, that fight, and uh, we're standing alongside you all the way, and uh, you hang in there. Okay. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate it. All right. Carrie Lake, everybody, uh, out in Arizona. And it is a mess. And it's a mess uh, for several reasons. Uh, but first and foremost, when you have your opponent who's actually in charge of counting all the ballots, when you have an opponent who is reaching out to Twitter and telling Twitter to silence supporters of Kerry Lake, yeah, the fix is in. And the fix was in. And we've got to get this figured out in, in Arizona. There's no way Katie Hobbs won that election fair and square. No way at all. It's just not possible. All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Folks, you have helped build my pillow into an incredible company it is today. And now our good friend Mike Lindell. You just heard Kerry talking about Mike, uh, the CEO of my pillow. He wants to give back to listeners of the Todd Stern show. So right now, uh, my pillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, six-piece towels 
sets and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th, you're going to get that extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. Now, the bed sheets marked down as low as $29.98, and believe me when I tell you, you're going to get a great night's sleep in those sheets. The six-piece towel set made with USA cotton, it comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, normally $89.98, now just $39.98 with my promo code STARNS. So call 1-800-839-8506. That's 800-839-8506. Use the promo code STARNS or go to MyPillow.com slash STARNS. That's MyPillow.com slash STARNS and use my promo code there. We'll be right back, America. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, hello, people. Wow, pardon me. My voice, it's been through the ringer, ladies and gentlemen. My apologies. But we're working on it. It's the weather in the South. And I, you know, when you're born and raised here and you never leave, you're good. But if you leave and then come back, well, you're going to have problems because uh, one day it's, you know, 28 degrees and snowing and the next day it's 80 degrees. And so that's sort of what we're going through right now, uh, at least here in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, my poor throat is just all over the place. Uh, let's go to the phones here. 844-747-8868. Our good buddy, Gene, the super fan, the Trump super fan is on the line. Hey, Gene, what's going on? Oh, good afternoon, Todd. And, uh, uh, thank you for having me on as always, as well to grace. Um, no, I just wanted to really follow up with Kerry Lake. I mean, first respect and love her because why she makes sense. She understands what the people need and what this country needs. And, you know, I just wanted to really talk about this type of fraud, the things that we've seen on Twitter. You know, I'm just going back, Todd, to 2015 when when President Trump started the rallies. And we used to say, lock her up, lock her up. And we still say that today about Hillary Clinton. Okay, see, I always thought she was going to get locked up. I thought this was going to be this. Something has to be stopped. We can't be just keep talking about it. And it's been going on way too long, Todd. Well, it has been, Gene, and until Republicans get serious about it, we're not going to move anywhere, and and that's that's a, a challenge. And I really hope that uh, Carrie and Harmie Dillon is a great attorney. Uh, she's you know if she's got the goods, they're going to be able to be yes. victorious in court. But you got to take it to court, and you got to have the evidence. 
And and that's all. That's exactly right. Yes, we have some good choices here for the RNC, and I'm looking forward to that and getting some fresh blood in there. And, uh, you know, and just looking forward to, uh, well, hopefully, you know, prayers for Herschel Walker here. You know, we need him uh, to uh, hopefully come through here. So prayers for that, and we'll figure that out and see what's going on with that. But uh, once again, so, you know, President Trump, you know, super fan here. You know, we, we, we need you, and we can't wait till you, till you come back to us in 2024. <laughs> All right, Gene, always good hearing from you, sir, and uh, you are correct. There is a big race underway today in Georgia. Uh, This is it, and folks, this is vitally important because if the Democrats win this seat in Georgia, then Joe Manchin becomes irrelevant. Uh, Kirsten Sinema becomes irrelevant. The Democrats are going to have more than enough votes they need to pass through anything they want to pass through. Uh, give you an update on that so-called Disrespect for Marriage Act. The House rejected an amendment uh, that was uh, posited by Congressman Chip Roy, a good friend of this program. Congressman Roy wanted to insert language that would have protected churches and religious groups, people of faith. The Democrats rejected that amendment, just like the uh, senators, along with the 12 Republicans, the 12 anti-Christian Republican senators, uh, they uh, joined Democrats to throw out any religious protections in that legislation as well. You say, Todd, what does that mean? Well, it means that Christians are about to come under attack in this country. Uh, This will be passed by the House of Representatives. It will go to Joe Biden, and it will become the law of the land. And at that point, it will be open season on Christians in America. And these radical gay activists, they're going to be coming after all of us. So you better buckle up for that attack. And they're going to be mean, and they're going to be nasty about it. Mark my words. So anyway, uh, elections have consequences. What else can I, what else can I tell you? You're going to, you're going to elect Republicans that are leftist on socialist issues. Well, you get what you vote for. And that's a, that's a tragedy. All right, coming up, we're going to be checking with our good buddy Jeff Katz. He is the afternoon drive host on WRVA, our great affiliate there in Richmond, Virginia. I want to share with you uh, an update on this crazy story. A restaurant refused service to Christians yesterday. I, I, as hard as it is to believe, it happened. And we're going to be talking with Jeff Katz about that. We're opening up our phone lines as well, 844-747-8868. Toll-free telephone number. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, 
remain our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stern Show. Happy to have you with us today. Our telephone number, 844-747-8868. There was a crazy story we talked about on the program yesterday, and I just knew I had to get our good buddy Jeff Stein from over at WRVA on to talk about this. Uh, Jeff Stein uh, joins us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line. Jeff, hope you're doing well. Well, it's still Jeff Katz. Well, but why I, do I always do that? I, I, don't I get know, you and Mr. I get you Smith. and Stein mixed up all the time. Now that's just mean. That's just mean. Ah, <laughs> oh, sweet. It's kind of like uh, Maddow and uh, what's the guy that comes out? You know, they they look alike on MSDNC. <laughs> Well, as long Chris as Hayes. neither one of as long as neither one of us is Metzger, I think we're okay, brother. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Katz, ladies and gentlemen, from WRVA. Uh, this this story involves a um, a popular establishment in Richmond called Metzger's Bar and Butchery, and the Family Foundation was a, a faith based group. They were going to have their big party there, and what about it? Ninety minutes beforehand, Jeff uh, Katz, uh, they canceled. They canceled on him. They did, and and this is what is so crazy about this, Todd. Uh, Victoria Cobb, who is the uh, the president of that group, has been a guest on my program. I can't even begin to tell you how many times. And the Family Foundation of Virginia, great organization, really, really concerned with protecting innocent life. And uh, well, they're great people. They're just great people. And they chose this particular place, this Metzger's. And as you say, about ninety minutes uh, before they were scheduled to show up for their dessert reception. Exception, uh, they get a call that said, hey, we've decided you can't come in because uh, some of our staff members uh, are not going to feel comfortable or safe. Yeah, and according to uh, according to their press release, Victoria Combs press release, uh, they said that some of the gay staff would not serve them. Because it's, this is <laughs> insane. What you do at that point is go up to your employees who refuse to do their job and you give them an ultimatum, either... Yep. Either serve the Rice Krispie Treats or hit the road. That's exactly right, Todd. You know, I reached out to my brother who has uh, spent the better part of 30 years as a chef, as an executive chef, a number of big restaurants in places like San Francisco and South Florida. And and I said to him, I said, so so what do you do? He says, well, uh, if you you don't have trouble getting staff, you tell the, the current staff, hey, listen, you do your job or you get out. And if you really are thinking, my gosh, I don't know if I can replace these people, then you as the owner, you as the managers, you as the executive team take care of this party. As I understand it, Todd, they, it was supposed to be, quote, a dessert reception in the private dining room. Well, I looked into this. Metzger's on their website says the private dining room accommodates up to 20 
people. This should not have been a difficult thing for anyone there to handle. And uh, unfortunately, they told these people to take a hike. I mean, all they could have done is laid out the rum balls and said, help yourself. We're not going to be serving you. I mean, that's, that's all right. they had to do. Yeah, yeah. Here's a pot of coffee. Don't spill it on the floor. We got, as you said, oh, gosh, I hope they had the Rice Krispie treats. But, you know, this is one of those places that would do a uh, a take on a Rice Krispie treat and ruin oh, the whole geez. doggone thing. You, you know? know they serve kale. Dead gum, <laughs> they serve kale. Uh, Jeff Katz, I'm just, I am dumbfounded by this. Uh, the restaurant actually defends themselves. They don't think they've done anything wrong by telling all of the Christians in Richmond, Virginia, they're not welcome in their in their establishment. This, I would believe, and I'm not a restaurant owner or operator, but, but gosh, this does seem to be, uh, to put it mildly, a tactical and strategic error. Uh, Heidi and I travel into the city to go to restaurants. We've got all sorts of friends that do exactly the same thing. And uh, this this place is off our list. I'm, I'm just not going to have them treat good people this way and, and then claim that uh, they're on some sort of uh, uh, a mission to uh, protect their staff. I also would have to wonder, Todd, uh, exactly who on their staff said, oh, my gosh, I don't feel safe. I don't know. Were they afraid they'd get, again, a Rice Krispie treat or a chocolate chip cookie tossed to them? I don't think so. Or comfortable. I've never even heard that word before when it comes to doing your job. I'm curious, uh, Jeff, have, have your listeners responded? Ours are just furious. They're enraged over this. Yeah. Oh, my listeners are absolutely outraged. And it has been an outpouring of people throughout our community, uh, not just Christians, but Jews and, and other people. I had a number of people reach out and say to me, hey, Jeff, uh, I, I'm an atheist. I'm still not going to go to this place because I don't like the way they treated uh, these folks who are good people. That's that's the thing. If, if it had been some awful organization saying yep we're going to use your uh your your private dining room here and we're going to spray paint the floors and knock a hole in the window you go hey listen uh we can get by without you but that's just not who or what the family foundation is i mean it's so far off base and so in uh, just offensive and insulting and it's just flat out wrong well well it is and and look if if they're a privately owned company so if they want to ban all the christians you know okay i think that's a bad business model um but uh, and i'm so happy though to to hear that others not just the christian community but the jewish community and even the atheist community are are rising up and saying hey this is crazy here uh you can't do something like this yeah that that is the beautiful part of this todd is i think this restaurant has really geez it certainly hasn't accomplished its goal uh if the goal was to attract people to the restaurant and as as you're pointing out as as my listeners have pointed out now for a couple of days we're not going and not only are we not going we're going to actively tell people they shouldn't go and it cuts across my gosh todd i can't even begin to describe uh some of the folks who have reached out and said, yep, uh, my wife and I thought, geez, we'd go out and, you know, head into town and we do like a little dessert tasting or we looked at their website and looked like great food, but we're not going. And by the way, uh, here's what our faith is or here's what our, uh, you know, this is or that is. I mean, it just, it was, a, and it is, it is across the board. I'm still getting swamped with emails and texts and Facebook notes saying, hey man, uh, we're just, 
not going to be there, and we've got some friends coming in. This was the one that I think that uh, this restaurant really miscalculated on. I've had a number of people reach out and say, we've got family, we've got friends who are coming in uh, over Christmas, or we were thinking about doing a little private thing for New Year's, and we can tell you where we're not going now. You see, I love this. And, you know, again, people, we're not we're not saying boycott. We're just saying, hey, look, this is, this is who the people who own Metzger Bar and Butchery are. If you want to do business with people like that, that's your own, that's, that's your business. That's um, right. But again, Metzger Bar and Butchery, I can't say that enough, Jeff Katz, uh, because <laughs> we want people to know. And by the way, they say that they describe themselves as modern European restaurant with sustainable German-influenced food and drink. Oh, I'd say they got the German influence. It's going all the way back to the 1930s. Uh, it, I, I can't even begin to describe what this this place allegedly is. Uh, but 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 you're right, man. It, this is just such a skewed wor- uh, view uh, of what you're supposed to be doing if you're operating a business. And uh, it's you know, sadly, Todd, it's not the only thing in Virginia. We've got the story out of Fredericksburg, the uh, the Gourmets guy who is uh, apparently being uh, attacked with his old Governor Northam order. So, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on here, but, uh, you know, we're trying to keep a few heads screwed on straight. I, you know, I'm wondering, is um, is the governor going to step in and, and and do something like, I don't know if he can, you know, issue amnesty or, you know, a reprieve or whatever for the guy who owns that gourmet melts? And give our listeners a background on that story real quick. Yeah, he hap- uh, the, the, Matt is the guy who owns it. He's uh, pretty uh, loud, sort of uh, uh, conservative. And uh, when Ralph Northam was the governor and had this ridiculous COVID restriction, oh, you could serve food, but not between 3 and 427, and uh, nobody could go out after midnight because that's when COVID was, I mean, all sorts of ridiculous stuff. And he just said, uh, no. No, you're not going to uh, kill off my business. I have employees. This is this is what I've worked my life for, and uh, he was just uh, raided, I suppose, is the best way to describe it, uh, by a number of law enforcement folks in Fredericksburg, uh, apparently confiscating alcohol because they're going after his uh, his alcohol license. Uh, my understanding is that uh, the governor and the attorney general are both. Uh, uh, looking into this, and uh, I would expect that they will uh, definitely take some action, especially because on his first day in office about a year ago, Governor Yunkin revoked Governor Northam's ridiculous COVID restrictions. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, Back to Metzger Bar and Butchery. Uh, This is interesting, Jeff Katz. Uh, They are they're honoring Equality Virginia. Well, this pretty much explains everything and why they booted the Christians. But they're honoring Equality Virginia with a specially made uh, cocktail. It's made from bourbon, apple brandy, and black walnut bitters. So leave it to leave it to Metzger to honor the LGBTQ community with bitter nuts. <laughs> well, you know what, Todd? I so know to you're. Speak. So to speak, <laughs> the next time you're here, uh, we've got a little bar set up at my house. I'll make you the same drink, but we'll, we'll hoist one in favor of the, uh, the Family Foundation. I and, love it. Just hold uh, the nuts. <laughs> well, not literally, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to hang up now. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Katz. Oh, geez, Lou. I've really stepped in it now. Really stepped in it now. Oh, my gosh, Mr. Uh, Stars. I know. Wow. All right. Jeff Katz, you know we love you guys uh, there in Richmond. A great affiliate, WRVA. And uh, we appreciate you guys fighting the good fight. Absolutely. Thank you, Todd. All right. Wow.
Grace, why didn't you stop me, Grace? You should have stopped me, Grace. It was like watching a tr- you know a train wreck. It's <sighs> like you can't look away. It was just slow motion. It you saw it coming. Motion, I didn't see it coming. But you can't stop it. Unbelievable. All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. Excuse me, this is the Todd Stern Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Oh dear, got a message from one of our listeners. Your show just made me laugh so hard I nearly had to pull over. That's coming from Luke in Memphis, Tennessee. So my apologies. By the way, speaking of Memphis, this is crazy. So uh, last night, horrible story. Uh, Memphis police officers shot multiple times uh, at a gas station. It's just, I mean, folks, hundreds of people are getting shot and killed here in the city. It's just terrible. Uh, the police officer, though, is uh, going to survive. He's uh, was released from the hospital or is being released from the hospital, and that's just terrific news. Uh, we support law enforcement here. Meanwhile, they had the big St. Jude Marathon, and it was huge, 20-some-odd thousand runners. It was a great cause, huge crowd downtown. While the people were running, over 100 vehicles were broken into and stolen. I mean, folks, you can't make this up. I mean, it is very, very bad out there. It's just the violence is terrible. And then um, an alert popped up on my phone during the commercial break. Some poor guy goes outside and asks these two people why they're trying to steal his car, and they open they open up and shoot the guy. I think he's going to be fine. May I just say something? If you're if you're in your home and you see two people trying to steal your car, you need to have you need to have a weapon and you need to engage in your second amendment rights. That's what you need to do. Don't go out there and try to reason with the criminals. You got to get out there and you got to protect your property and protect your family, protect your life. We're dealing with some pretty evil people here, and the Democrats who control Memphis, Tennessee, they want this city to be a third-world hellhole. The people who live here, we don't. We love this city. Some of us moved back here and invested in our city to make it a better place. But the people who are in elected office, they don't want that. They want the people They want the people on a giant plantation. That's the city council of Memphis, Tennessee. They want the people to suffer. They want the people to hold out their hand for help from the government. They don't want anybody around here to claim the American dream, and it's a sad thing. So many people out there, black, white, Hispanic, Asian American, we're all trying to trying to push back against, against these elected leaders who are just very bad, very evil people. 
And yes, anybody who refuses to do what is necessary to stop these criminals, these thugs, these punks, that is evil. It angers me. We should be celebrating 20-some-odd thousand people running a marathon, raising millions of dollars for children so they can be treated with without mom and dad having to pay a single penny. But instead, people came to our city, and now they're having to go to a rental car company so they can get back home. That's not right. And again, I wish I could, you know, the argument would be, well, maybe that's one of the reasons we haven't had a skyscraper erected in Memphis, Tennessee in, what, 40 years? is because nobody wants to invest in a third-world hellhole. And that's what the Democrats have turned our city into. But you know what? The people don't care. They only People get elected here for two reasons, their skin color and their political party. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. And let this be a warning to the rest of the nation that when you start basing your elections on the color of your skin, and the the D or the R behind the name, then you're going to end up just like us. And it's pathetic. But until people, and again, I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't know what it's going to take. But this has got to change. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. All right, 844-747-8868. Let's go to the phones. Paul in Maine, WLOB, our great affiliate there. Paul, what's on your mind? Hey, thanks. I, I think that restaurant owner has to take into account that, that the secular community will use violence and be unforgiving, whereas we can always count on Christians to be peaceful and forgiving later on. So in other words, it's not a balanced playing field. Those uh, people, those workers, maybe they called their protest and they were going to have a mob sudden protest if you had there, and so, of course, they feel unsafe. But they know that if they mistreat the Christians, they They'll talk about it. They'll get upset for a while. But then we'll tell the Christians, aren't you supposed to forgive us? Come on. You know, Paul, you're not that's, supposed to use violence. Yeah, Paul, this is a great point you're bringing up. And, and we're not, and, and I know you're not saying, oh, we need to get out there and be violent. But the point is they know us and they know, but the best way for us to fight back is just don't go there. Don't go and eat there. Don't go shop at those kinds of places. And yeah, it may be your favorite restaurant, but you know what? When you go there and you eat a meal, you're supporting that kind of bigotry. And then that's what it is. They're, they're a bunch of bigots. Yeah, well, but, but you know, we, we can talk about it, but then come tomorrow, come next week, we're going to be forgiving, and then we're going to start going there again. It's a good point. It's, and, and that's a fair point, Paul. And that's why I'm glad that so many people are rising up and and calling and and saying, you know what, we're not going to be going there. I wouldn't even mind to see a picket line outside. You know, let's give them a taste of their own medicine. Uh, you don't have to be violent. You don't have to be mean or nasty. But let people know that the the folks who own the Metzger Bar and Butchery are a bunch of anti-Christian bigots. They don't have any problem throwing Christians out of their restaurant. So you know what? We may as well let the rest of the country know about those people. Paul, appreciate the call. God bless you. And uh, we appreciate you listening to us. We love uh, Ray Richardson, uh, the great morning show host there at WLOB. All right, folks, coming up in the next hour, Senator Marsha Blackburn's going to drop by. Also, Senator Rand Paul is going to be here. Uh, we'll be weighing in on a lot of big issues, including what's happening along our southern border. We're going to be getting to your calls as well. Also, this crazy story, a California English teacher says that grammar is part of white supremacy, and she believes that we need to be implementing Ebonics 
in the classroom. No, I'm not making this up. We've got the audio. You're going to want to stick around for that story as well. Here's our number, 844-747-8868. Write it down, 844-747-8868. Head over to ToddSterns.com. You can read all of our stories. Great writers, and they're putting up some incredible stuff that you will not see anywhere else. We'll be right back, folks. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Forming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Grace Baker, I have a question for you as a woman. Okay, as resident woman, I'm here. I was uh, I was just watching Fox News Channel. We have the uh, the network set up in here. And one of the uh, contributors, some guy, and I will say this, he's um, he's a white guy. Okay. But his lips are a different color than the rest of his face. Is that like uh, a makeup thing? Because he has these massive, pale lips, uh, and then the rest of his face is like super, super light tan. That's pretty abnormal. It sounds like the makeup artist maybe had a bit of a mess up there. I don't know. I would never let him put any kind of lipstick on me when I was in oh. Fox. I said, I want my lips nude. I, oh, well, you don't have to put it no, like that. No, yeah, I don't that want is any... actually a color lipstick, is nude oh. lipstick. So well, you got to be careful how you phrase that or they're going to get the wrong message. Is that Okay, because normally, I think, honestly, whenever there were, there were the drop-dead gorgeous blondes, and you know, Fox, that's one of the requirements. You have to be blonde and your legs have to look good if you're a woman. Fair enough. And they don't care about the guys because nobody's looking at the guys. They're always looking at uh, their always looking at the women so uh, i know whenever i was on by myself uh-huh. i'd be in the makeup chair for like 15 minutes so they're like sculpting you know <laughs> doing whatever Contouring. they were doing that's it and um and then they do the eyebrows yep. and uh, they'd give me you know the whole nine yards the bronzer the bronzer and what level of bronzer so they would get this yep. with me so if i was out of the field but whenever i was on with like a couple of the blondes and i'm the guy in the middle i look like a double stuff you know oreo oh. um so whenever I was that guy, they would literally, I would come in and they would spray something on me and send me on my way. Really? Because nobody cared. Nobody cares about the guy. Well, what sounds like this guy, sounds like there might have been a mess up. It was it was a little off-putting. I'm like, because it looked like um, Mr. Potato Head. Oh. So, you know. See, but the, <laughs> the key is you say, hey, I just want some chapstick. 
Don't put anything on I, my lips. I just thought maybe the guy had some work done on the lips. I don't know. Lip fillers are in, but I haven't seen very many guys do it. They were very plumpish. Oh. Is that the word? Plump-ish? Plump. plump. I would they just were say plump. plump. They were Pouty. Full, full bodied. Pouty lips. Full bodied lips. Thank you, Grace. Oh. All right. Welcome to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to answer your makeup and uh, fashion questions this hour. We've got a lot going on. Marshall Blackburn's going to be here. Also, Senator Rand Paul. I uh, want to get to a couple of callers, though. We were talking about this crazy restaurant in uh, Richmond, Virginia, Metzger Bar and Butchery, and they told a bunch of Christians they would not be able to hold their party there just 90 minutes before the party. Let's go to Jerry in Iowa. All right, Jerry, what's on your mind? Okay, Brother Todd. So I like your exposing this uh, company for the character that they have. So I, I appreciate that. Now I'd like to turn the table a little bit just for, for due course here uh, and make some general comments on freedom of association. So, so these comments don't apply to government hiring. But in general, uh, if somebody wanted to give a notice on their front door, uh, no Christians allowed or no whites allowed or Lutherans only, or, 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 or no Republicans, or, or black people only, or, or no blacks, or Italians, or anything they want to do, uh, or only, only, only gay people allowed. Whatever, like you could say, like, must show Bible upon entry, or you're denied. I think it's freedom of association lets us know what people are doing, what they're, what they're into. My cousin, when he was growing up, but he, uh, his, he had a sign on his door that said no girls allowed, but I think his, his dad passed that law. But uh, (laughs) in in general, uh, I think it's, except for government hiring, I think it would be fine to discriminate on who you do and don't want to do business with. I'm glad then, then in turn, we get to say, uh, look at these jokers. I recommend you not go to their bigoted restaurant. So just a nice uh, reminder, I'm sure you mostly agree, that uh, whatever people are into or whomever they don't like, as long as it's not a government uh, agency hiring, I think it's fine. Look, here's my take on this, Jerry. And look, if the restaurant wants to ban all the Christians, all right, fine, it's a free country. But by golly, I also have a right to let people know that though that they don't want to welcome Christians into their establishment. Me, on the other hand, if I was a restaurant owner, I would want straight people to eat there. I'd want gay people to eat there, black people, white people. I just want people coming in that would like good food and have money to spend. That seems well, to me to be a good business there. model. Yeah, rev- your revenue would probably be better. And but back to back to I know this people don't want to hear this. I think you could have a restaurant that would say no Mexicans, no blacks. You could do that, but. You know, I mean, you're kind well, it's of, against the law, Jerry. Uh, that is well, against the law. Well, if it's a federal, that's where I'm. my freedom of speech is saying that if people don't like some group of people, I don't think they should have to make them make a gay cake or or uh, take pictures at their See, that's a different, that But that's a different issue altogether. I mean, that really is a different issue. We're talking, we're talking about freedom of expression and being forced to do something that would violate your, your religious beliefs. And that's what the, the cake bakers, that was the argument that the Supreme Court agreed with in the Jack Phillips case uh, that went all the way to the high court. Well, thanks for letting me hear my opinion, and hey. I do like blacks and Mexicans, for the record. No, 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 I get it. I know I, I understand you were playing devil's advocate, and I get that. And, you know, again, it's um, th- there are some places 
where where you would go and they would say no white people allowed or they look at you funny. You know, again, I'm I'm a person that just wants to have everybody hanging out together. I got no beef with anybody. I got a beef though with people that want to that want to silence Christians, and and that's a big problem. Jerry, appreciate the call. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Let's go to Mooresville, North Carolina. Sean, what's on your mind? Oh, I just wanted to chime in about the whole thing you're talking about with uh, you know the violence that's going around the country, and uh, I'm kind of proud of where I am right now. I made a good move years ago. Because uh, the last election cycle, we got everybody red in Iredell. Um, the Democrats aren't happy about it because down in Charlotte, they're choking themselves to death. But we, um, our sheriff is great. He just built a big, gigantic, uh, we call it the Hall of Justice, a brand new pre- big precinct. Uh, pretty pretty good. They hired more police. So, Mooresville, they're pretty, they're pretty on it. You make a phone call, you call them, they, they'll be at your house in like five minutes. Is no, that right? I'm so what did it take to turn your county red? Well, what it is is because I think everybody up, up in this area, we're, we're right by Statesville and up in the whole area up here. And, I, you know, it's it's a lot more because I'm a, I'm, I'm a northerner. When I moved down here, you know, I adopted the redneck ways, of course. But, you know, it, it's it's such a, a different atmosphere when you know you got people. You know, all my neighbors have guns. I have guns. <laughs> you know. And it's funny because a lot of people I talk to down here, they all, they all second amendment, you know, and they're all, they're all for it. You know, it's like, don't, you know, the one thing we have a problem with is, is, is the 15 year olds, the gangbang is a recruiting the 15 year olds because some genius elected into law that, you know, they're, they're young and they're minors and they don't want to ruin their lives. So they slap them on the wrist when they catch them doing really dumb things, which a lot of people are annoyed at. But, you know, we have to deal with what we have to deal with. Well, the sheriff yeah. is, is great. Well, know? I'm glad to hear that, because, and that's important. Uh, unfortunately for us here in the Memphis area, we've got a George Soros attorney, and this guy wants to let all the kids out of jail, wants to actually raise the juvenile uh, the, the age for juvenile crime to 25 years old, which is why every car in the city has been stolen or broken into over the past six months. Hey, Sean, we got to skedaddle. Appreciate that. Folks, we've got to take a quick break here. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. We love these guys. They sponsor our show. You hear so many great guests on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and they've got a great deal for you, especially at Christmas time. If you switch right now, you're going to get a free gift and free premiere activation by using my promo code Todd, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. If you're a veteran or a first responder, they have even bigger discounts just for you. Patriotmobile.com slash Todd or give them a call 972-PATRIOT and be sure to use that promo code Todd. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today, uh, paying very close attention to the big race in Georgia for the U.S. Senate. And if you have voted or if you're waiting in line, give us a call. We'd like to know what the turnout is looking like in your areas. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. Meanwhile, back here in Memphis, Tennessee, where our national show is based, um, a lot of concern among the police community. A Memphis police officer was shot multiple times last night, and I know that our next guest was uh, tweeting about that earlier today, offering thoughts and prayers for the officer involved in that uh, in that terrible incident, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator, good to have you back with us today. It is good to be with you, Todd, and indeed we do pray for that officer, his family, and for the police force. Uh, we know that this causes just uh, so many emotions and trauma, and so we do lift these officers and their families up. We do lift up the officer that was shot and his family. You know, Senator, you, you think about officers that put everything on the line to protect us, and that's exactly what our military does. And you would think that as as a country, we would take away the burdens that there might be for them to go out there and do their jobs. And that's one of the reasons why so many people have been opposed to this vaccine mandate and the number of military personnel uh, that have lost their jobs as a result of not getting that jab. It is just incomprehensible to people that I talk to in Tennessee that with the Army and the Navy and the Air Force and the Marines having trouble recruiting, we do not have the numbers we generally have for our military academies. Our retention numbers are low. And if you take the Army as the case study in this and you look at their numbers for this year, 2022, they are 15,000 troops short and estimate that next year they will be 21,000 troops short in meeting their numbers. So it is just people are saying, what are they doing implementing a vaccine mandate when they cannot hold on to people, when they are having trouble recruiting people? And everyone knows that the the goal, the mission of the military is to protect and defend this country. And when we start putting things like a vaccine mandate before that priority of readiness and resilience, then we need to stop and ask some really important questions. Senator, I know the the White House is a, is a proponent of this. They're defending this, uh, but to your point, with the the personnel numbers so low, we really just can't afford to lose more troops. Is there 
Is there a mechanism, is there a way for us to get these guys and gals back in the military, reinstate them, and and provide them with the back pay? It is difficult to do back pay, but getting the vaccine mandate lifted is step one, and that is why my amendment is so important to the NDAA. We've got bipartisan support and agreement on it. We hope that it makes it into the body of the bill and is a part of the NDAA. Uh, We're continuing to work on this. And what we have to do is do that first and then look at how we call back these troops that have been dismissed, whether they're active duty, reserves, or National Guard. And then going forward would be how you would make them whole, uh, how they retain their seniority, some of those questions. But first things first, let's get this vaccine mandate lifted. Senator Marsha Blackburn is on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Senator, another story that uh, you've really been uh, a key and very outspoken on, uh, this uh, Respect for Marriage Act and the concerns that many have over the protections of religious liberty. An amendment by Senator Mike Lee shot down. We understand the House just shot down a similar amendment uh, that was uh, presented by Congressman Chip Roy. What concerns you about this legislation? What concerns me is that it is not going to be a level playing field and fairness. There is, uh, there are two provisions in the way this bill is written. And, you know, you hear proponents of this bill say, oh, it's just going to uh, codify Obergefell. And most people say, well, that makes sense because the court has ruled on that. But that is not accurate. What this does is to include two troublesome provisions. What it does is to scoop up all entities under the color of state law, which is the phrasing that is used. That means if you have a state-regulated child care or adult daycare or a TV or radio station or a school or a college, then all of that gets scooped up and covered in this bill. That means their nonprofit status could be challenged. The other provision that is in here is a private right of action. Now, that provision in the bill implementing a private right of action allows individuals to therefore uh, bring a lawsuit against religious entities that are schools or child care centers or elder care centers or uh, other outreach ministries that churches may have. Maybe it's a health care clinic. And we are saying you've got to be explicit and you have to provide protection for individuals for their religious beliefs and not allow that private right of action against someone who is exercising their religious belief. So this is, these were our concerns. We could not get the Democrats to agree with us to make that uh, explicit. 
And because of that, it's why you had most Republicans voting no on the legislation. Well, Senator, uh, our time is rapidly expiring, and I have to give you a a huge shout-out here. I mean, you're a great senator for the state of Tennessee, but I didn't realize you were such an accomplished chef as well. And uh, Fox News had a really nice story about you and your Thanksgiving uh, leftovers. Well, that's right. Uh, we, We generally have the door open at our house, and a lot of people coming through that door, and I love the fact that they walk into the kitchen and there's usually something good that is on the stove that they can pick up and have a bite of. And we certainly, uh, that's a fun part of our life. Love it. Food Network show coming up. Got got to, Senator. If Trish Yearwood can do it. <laughs> that's right. You got it. All right. Senator Marsha Blackburn, everybody from the great state of Tennessee. And uh, by the, you got to check out the Fox News story. It's really a great story. Great recipe, too. Chicken Bernays. Mm, sounds good. All right, folks, got to take a break. Senator Rand Paul coming up, 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Sturge Radio Show. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Main our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from free thinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text ideas to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text ideas to 76626 now for your free report. That's ideas to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, folks. Well, we already know what President Trump is going to do. Ron DeSantis, meanwhile, rising fast in the polls. And our friends over at Newsmax TV, they're conducting a big poll, and they want you to weigh in. Do you like Trump or DeSantis as your candidate in 2024? Uh, Newsmax wants to know what you think. Uh, You can participate in their poll. It takes literally like two seconds. All you have to do is text the word SKIP to 39747. That's SKIP to 39747. Folks, Newsmax is just exploding these days. They're already beating CNN in some of the key ratings. You need to make the switch to Newsmax today, and you can watch me every Thursday on Newsmax. Again, take part in that poll. Text the word SKIP to 39747. That's SKIP to 39747. Well, I want to go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, Great to have with us a friend of this program and a great patriot, Senator Ram Paul from the Commonwealth of Kentucky, our neighbors to the north. Senator, hope you're doing well today. Very good, Todd. Thanks for having me. 
Absolutely. And, uh, Senator, just a, a powerful, powerful opinion piece that you and Senator Rick Scott wrote, uh, published on Fox News, calling for the end of the military's COVID vaccine mandate. Is that going to happen? Well, you know, we were encouraged. Uh, 20 of us signed a letter saying we wouldn't get on the defense authorization bill unless there was an amendment to end this military mandate. We were encouraged because a day later, Kevin McCarthy came out and said, we have a deal. And that the leaders of the Republican and Democrats in Congress actually had to put it into the base bill. So we were actually celebrating and giving out high fives yesterday. And then Biden administration weighed in and said, no deal. The Democrats have reneged now on the deal. And actually, they're saying it's not going to be part of the bill and we're not going to get an amendment. So they will stifle this opinion. But it's important for people to know that this is very, very unfair to our young men and women, the armed forces. It's also deterring people from enlisting. The current vaccine they're mandating does not stop infection. It also doesn't stop transmission. So there's not really an argument that, you know, these troops in close quarters need it so everybody doesn't get sick. In fact, it doesn't stop infection or transmission. But even more importantly, for young males, particularly between the ages of 16 and 24, which is probably the vast majority of our military, males are at a heightened risk for an inflammation of the heart. In fact, if you weigh the risks of the vaccine versus the risks of the disease, the risks of the vaccine actually may well exceed the risks of the disease. Most of our young people have already had COVID. They have a very benign course, particularly the young and fit um, do very well and have done great with this disease. It's not wonderful to have a disease, but young, healthy military recruits have done remarkably well, and most of them have already been infected. So we think it's just bad science. But it's also hurting us at a time when we're having trouble getting people to join the military. You know, Senator, I am not young and I am not fit, um, well-rounded, never got COVID. Uh, My cardiologist says, hey, you got to get the Moderna vaccine. Uh, A couple of days later, I was in ICU with myocarditis. And it's just shocking because um, a number of nurses and doctors would tell me uh, they would come by and visit and they would tell me in my hospital room, you're not the only one that's going through this. And anybody who dared speak out about it on social media was immediately ostracized. Well, you know, there's a dozen countries that don't recommend Moderna for young males. In fact, there's a dozen countries that say instead of two or three vaccines, young people should get one. There are many countries that don't recommend vaccines for children at all. So our CDC is an outlier. In fact, I read the other day, and this is extraordinary, if your 18-year-old gets myocarditis after one vaccine, you're supposed to let him heal up and then a couple weeks later come back and get the next one. And it's like, what kind of parent would be foolish enough to do that? Most would not do it. And the good news is people are not listening to the CDC. They no longer trust the government. And most people with young children are not vaccinating their kids. And I think this is a smart thing to do. Most of our kids have already had COVID. The death rate in Sweden where they didn't wear masks and they stayed in school was zero for children. And so really a child that doesn't have significant health risks, I don't think needs to be vaccinated. I think the risks of the vaccine, even though they're small, are still greater than the the risks of the disease. Now, the risk of the disease go up as you get older and if you have other conditions. And so, really, it's not a one-size-fits-all. My advice for a 75-year-old who's 75 pounds overweight is a lot different than for a 15-year-old who is of perfect weight proportions.
Now, Senator, in the in the piece uh, written on Fox News, you guys say we will not vote to move forward with the NDAA bill until the Senate votes on our amendment to not only prohibit discharges from the armed forces based on the COVID status or the VAC status, but also reinstate those who may have already been separated with back pay. Uh, what? So, so where do you guys stand now on this? I mean, do you stand your ground on this? Well, we have the votes if Republicans had the courage. You know, it only takes 41 votes to stop anything in the Senate, and you rarely see 41 Republicans stand up. This is why people at home are so frustrated with the establishment Republicans up here. So no one in leadership has supported our proposal. We have 20 senators who have signed on, so we're halfway to the 41, but most of the other people in the caucus won't sign the letter unless leadership signs on, and leadership is not you know, really very forthcoming or supportive of our movement. And so they keep saying, oh, maybe it'll be in the base bill. And for a while we were encouraged to that. But now the last reports we're hearing from the Biden administration is that Democrats have backed away from this. Now, there's still a possibility they negotiate this into the bill, which would be good and actually better than having an amendment because the amendment may well fail. But really what we need is 41 Republicans to have some courage up here. It's not just this bill. Two weeks from now, we're going to vote on a Pelosi-Schumer spending spree, an enormous thousands of pages long bill that will add over a trillion dollars to the debt. And big government Republicans are once again going to vote with Schumer and Pelosi to pass this bill. So we need conservatives out there to call their legislators, call their senators, call their congressmen and say, by golly, we elected you. We got rid of the Democrats in the House because we thought you would do something with the power of the purse. But if Republicans fail to stand up on the power of the purse and they let this Pelosi-Schumer spending spree bill go through, I think it's just it, it really I don't know why people will continue to support some of these Republicans. So they need to get the message from talk shows and conservative listeners of your show Call the Republicans. There's not much hope with the Democrats, but there should be 41 senators in the Republican Party who are willing to say enough's enough. We're not going to keep adding over a trillion dollars in debt every year. All right, we're going to get those. We're going to get those 41 for you, Senator, and we're going to do our part. And I know folks will be lighting up the phone lines here. Uh, I just I got to say thank you for standing up for us. It's it's tough and it's frustrating, but you're doing a terrific job up there, and we appreciate you. Thank you. It, the fight is worth it. Our country's worth fighting for. And if we do nothing, this $31 trillion debt is going to destroy our country. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, Senator Rand Paul on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. Senator, thank you. Thanks, John. Folks, there you have it. you got to light up the phones. Uh, we have got to convince these Republicans that we mean business. And what is that? What is that business? We want them to do what we elected them to do, which is to rein in this out-of-control spending. And the fact that we can't even get enough Republican senators to stand up and defend the fighting men and women who put on the uniform of this nation, ladies and gentlemen, that is appalling. You know, we had a caller earlier on um, who said, Todd, you know, why why do we keep voting for these Republicans? It's a great question, and I I really don't have a good answer for the guy. And then when you hear Senator Rand Paul pretty much echo what that caller said, it is beyond frustrating. The only way we're going to be able to wake these people up is to vote their butts out of office. And that's what we're going to have to do. And we can start in the next election cycle because you now know, and we've got the names of the 12 senators on my website, we've got the names of the 12 senators who said, you know what, the rights of Christians no longer matter in America. Those people don't deserve to be in office. 
All right, let's go to the phones here. It's been a while holding on our good friend. She's the queen of New Orleans, our good friend, Miss Janice. Hey, Miss Janice, how are you today? Hey, Todd, how you doing? I'm good. It's good hearing from you. Yeah, well, I think of you. You know, it's just that, uh, you know, I'm just having a hard time. I'm here, you know, by myself. I miss my husband. I don't have a lot of incentive to get up in the morning. I'm lonely. I'm missing all throughout the day, I intermittently cry and talk to him. I don't think he hears me, though. Look, I don't know. First of all, let me tell the people, anybody out there living in Georgia, please go vote today. Please go go vote for uh, Mr. Walker. Because, you know, it's not just Georgia that needs him. The entire country needs him. Oh, it's true. Uh, yeah, people, you're right. People don't, people don't realize. They just think, you know, oh, my state. No, because a lot of things that the House and the Senate votes on, like immigration and various and sundries, doesn't just affect your state. It, it is something sometimes that can affect our entire country. So this election tonight is crucial to the whole country, and I will be watching it very carefully. But um, with regard, like I said to my husband, I don't know, Todd. I just don't know what to make of any of this. Well, my friend. I lost my friend and her daughter, though, but her daughter didn't ask any questions. She didn't ask, did you test my mother for COVID? She didn't ask, where was my mother's blood clot? She didn't ask any of that stuff. I would have had to have answers to those questions. But not only did I lose my husband, I lost my friend as well. I find this all very coincidental, and I mean... Look, when we went and got the vaccine, we really thought we were protecting ourselves. We thought we were doing the right thing. Now, I don't know. I have no answers. I have no idea what happened. All I know is that they had said that he tested positive for COVID, which really threw me because there was no symptoms, you know, really. And, um, and now my husband passed away, and I just don't know. I'll never know why. Was it the vaccine? Was it the COVID? What, you know, what was it? I'm never going to have the only one that knows the answers to that is Jesus. And maybe someday he'll tell me. I don't know. Well, Miss Janice, um, it has been a long road for you. And, and I know that we've had many people over really the past number of months that have uh, been encouraging you and lifting you up. So, you know, I know it may seem very lonely right now, but you've got a lot of people in this audience who are standing alongside of you, and they pray for you every day. And uh, folks, uh, maybe you're new to the program. Miss Janice, one of our regular callers from the early days of the Fox News uh, era, and uh, her husband uh, passed away uh, recently, and he was uh, very, very well-known in the New Orleans radio um, uh, community, a very, very well-known and popular um, person on the radio and behind the scenes. Uh, but, Miss Janice, I can promise you this. We're going to keep praying for you, and uh, we're going to encourage you, and you hang tight, and, uh, you know, give us a call back. Uh, but uh, you, you're you not in this by yourself. you got a lot of people out there, and I know our audience is, um, is going to be there, right there alongside of you. All right, we've got to take a quick break here, folks. 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starn Show. 
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. All right, are you be paying attention? I think that's the correct vernacular now. I don't know. And b- before we get into this story, I just have to express my my extreme um, confusion about all of this. So a California English teacher uh, is teaching the children that grammar is part of white supremacy. Don't you be speaking proper English. That's racist. I mean, that's, that's what she's saying. Uh, the name of the teacher is Marta Schaefer, and I believe we have audio. Let's take a listen. All right, we don't have the audio. <clears throat> My apologies. So the so we have it now. All right, let's go for it. As an educator, I am constantly worried if I am part of the problem. What do I mean by that? Well, public education is an institution that upholds lots of problematic systems in our society, like white supremacy and misogyny and colonization, etc. In my role as an educator, I try to undermine that BS in my classroom as much as I possibly can. I teach high school English, and whoo, the white supremacy runs deep. What do I mean by that? Well, let's look at how we write essays. Start with an introduction that includes a thesis. Always cite your sources. Use transition words like however and therefore. These are all made up rules. They're arbitrary. They were created by Westerners in power. In linguistic justice, April Baker Bell calls this the language of respectability or the language of power. Which got me thinking, what if I started my school year with a unit honoring how we talk rather than teaching students how to write properly? So this is the start of my series on teaching linguistics in high school. Oh, for the love of the... All right. So anyway, uh, you've got a cringy white woman uh, telling all of the white children that they need to stop speaking proper English, which, by the way, is not a is not a Western idea. So anyway, so all you folks out there uh, learning uh, learning your verbs and adverbs and how to parse your participles, just stop, just stop. You you may as well just be lighting a a big cross on fire and wearing a a, a white robe with a pointy hood. I be you be he be she be. That's I I guess that so here's my question. This is where I'm confused. So if if in fact we're not supposed to use proper you know language, proper English, does that apply to white people or are are we supposed to co-opt this new language? And it's really not ebonics. Hold on, I've got it here. <laughs> By the way, this is at Oroville High School that this happened. She is a tenured English teacher, Miss Schaefer, and she says that teaching linguistics is a way of fighting white supremacy. 
Oh, here we go. Yes. Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. The teacher praised students' academic essays for including AAVE. That stands for African American Vernacular English. In other words, she's allowing students to to write the way they talk. No, I'm not making no, I'm not making this up. It's it's a real thing. She says public education is an institution that upholds lots of problematic systems in our society like white supremacy, misogyny, and colonization. Well, look, let's look at how we write essays and how we include a thesis and how we're always supposed to cite our sources. So citing sources is now white supremacy. If only I had known, I could have saved myself so much time writing my, my new book. I, I shouldn't have included any sources. So here's my question. If white people decide that they're going to speak with the African-American vernacular, is that a form of appropriation? You see, it is a sticky wicket. So you're either going to be able to do it or you're not going to be able to do it. It's much like the rap singing, right? You can buy the music, you can listen to the music, but you better not sing along to the music or you'll be in big trouble. So anyway, I'm just curious here about all of this. Um, Good luck. Good luck reading anything that's coming out of a high school graduate these days. I'm just telling you, it's it's insane. By the way, California is also going to uh, get into the reparations business, which is fascinating because uh, they didn't have any slaves in California. There were no slaves. California is introducing a plan that will provide $223 per person. Pardon me, $233,000 per person in payments for black residents. The governor pushing the reparations program, for which, by the way, there were no slaves in California, says it's all about correcting a housing wealth gap. Again, another question here. How many of you folks in the audience, Lily White that you might be, will soon self-identify as African-American to get your $223,000 check from the California government. Uh, Yeah, I'm raising my hand on that one. I be wanting my money. Is that proper English? I don't know. All right, we got to scoot out of here, everybody. This is the Todd Sarge Radio Show. We'll see you tomorrow. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>